Get ready to transform how you communicate and market, not only in business, but in your life. This is Marketing Matters. For more information on today's show and other topics, visit ryansowers.com. Here's your host, best-selling author and national speaker, Ryan Sowers. Hello again, everyone, and welcome to another Marketing Matters with Ryan Sowers, powered by Our Town Gwinnett Magazine. We are broadcasting live on the In Results Radio Network inside the Perimeter Roofing Studio from the Country Inn Suites by Radisson Hotel in beautiful Stone Mountain. But I am super excited today to have my friend and colleague, Julia Westover, from the Sheridan at Eastside with us. Julia, how are you doing, my friend? I'm doing well. Thank you for having me, Ryan. I'm so glad you're here. Now, you've got a cool background, and we share that in common. So now you are the Director of Sales and Marketing. I am. Now, have you had a, uh, have you done a lot of sales and marketing throughout your career? I have. So I... we can talk shop. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but is that a passion area of yours? Because it certainly is for me. It is. I just love people. I love when I find a product that I enjoy that I can endorse. And I wish I'd have found uh, senior living long time ago. Yeah. Because I love what I get to do now. Yeah. 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 So it's a, it's a kind of a 30,000 foot view. You know, we got listeners local and all over, but let's just talk about what you're getting to do now with Sheridan Eastside. Just kind of what it, tell people what is Sher- the Sheridan and Eastside. It is a senior living community. We are three and a half years old. We offer independent living, assisted living, and memory care. We are set up to be transitional living, meaning that you can come in and move from independent assisted memory care as your level of care needs change. We also have uh, villas that you can start off with if you need that. I remember that now when I was doing the proof when, when we did the magazine thing. I remember the stages. So, so for somebody doesn't understand what that means, they could come in at whatever part of their life they're in. Is that right? Correct. And they can evolve the program. I'm not the facilities would evolve with your life. Is am I saying that right? You know, in terms of more needs you have or this or that. That is correct. But we don't use the word facility because that sounds so sterile. I, I don't like the word. Yeah. So <laughs> we use community. Community. Well, yes. and that's you know it's like uh, you know here you know community and family mag you know magazines. I said community and family. I was I was looking for that word. Okay. So three and a half years and. I'm trying to think, and if my memory serves me right, did did it, the ground break or start services start to be offered before the pandemic? Yes, I was trying to remember. It seems like, and in fact, so our independent living um, portion of the community was finished, and we moved people in in 2019. Okay, that's right. Right at Thanksgiving and Christmas time, and the assisted living side of the building was not complete, and. The day that we got our CO, that we were allowed to start moving people in for assisted living, literally the next day we had to close the door because of COVID. COVID. So that was, what, March 2020? Yes, exactly. Okay, I remember now, because I was like, I want to say, just from my experience, it was 2019, but then, then I remember, right, the pandemic hit shortly after that. Yes, so we were actually very fortunate, if you will, because we didn't have any residents oh, okay. in our assisted living during that time period. So n- now in today's with what you offer, fast forward to 2023, um, are you still bringing in new people? You know, I mean, I don't know how it works, but is it always, I mean, looking for people coming 
or new, whatever you want to say to the community, new people coming into the community of what you guys offer? It is true. Um, currently, we are 100% full in our assisted living uh, as people age and need a higher level of care or sadly pass away, then there is that transition and opens up space for new people, new vacancies in the community. And I foresee that in the very near future. Sure. So now you had mentioned, because I was looking at some of the notes, tell me about some of the amenities in the community. So um, in independent living, Breakfast is included every morning, and... Maybe can I come eat over there? You most certainly can. You can be my guest. All right. Okay. Okay. I'll just sit over in the corner by myself. I will join you. Okay. Okay. All right. Thank you. you. Nobody should ever eat alone. (laughs) All right. Fair enough. (laughs) Um, And then their choice of lunch or dinner in the restaurant. So it is not cafeteria style. A menu is placed in front of you. A server comes, takes your order... Uh, it is lovely. I eat in the community every day. The food is delicious. Um, in assisted living and memory care, three meals a day are included. The housekeeping is included in independent living every other week, weekly in assisted living and memory care. We have an outdoor uh, heated saline pool. Oh, we wow. have a fitness center. Uh, Maintenance is included in our independent living. Washer and dryer is included in every unit. So it's like a cruise ship that never leaves. That's what I was going to say. Yeah. Sounds like, so you're, you know, that whole, as I've seen such communities or the impressive one of yours, um, the old school, you know, what it used to be 30 years ago, but like, you know, this senior type living is totally different. It is not your grandmother's nursing home for sure. I, I remember uh, going to one somewhere, you know, uh, five, six, seven years ago, and I'll blend together. But I was like, how old do you have to be to come here? <laughs> I said, it's, um, it's really, really uh, nice. But, yeah, y'all's place is fantastic. And when you talk about the meals, because do y'all have like a chef? or you We know, do. Yeah. We so have I mean, a you're, chef. You know, and that's what people think. You're just sitting there like a high school cafeteria getting, and that's not it at all. It is not. It is chef-prepared meals. Mm. Making me hungry. So you got the pool, you got the facilities, and I like that. You got your, um, not so, not your grandmother's um, nursery, nursery home, <laughs> nursing home. You got too many, too many shows. All right, so when people are looking um, for such community, how do you help them? I mean, whether it's family members for themselves, I mean, how does it usually work? Do they call in and start saying, here's what we're looking for? Or do a lot of people not know what they're looking for? A lot of people are not sure what they're looking for. Um, They will call, they will ask questions. The biggest thing for um, my team is just to have them come into Mm -hmm. the community, come in, take a look, Allow us to help educate you. Let us answer your questions. Let us um, help give you a start. If we are not about high-pressure sales, we might not be the right community for you. Last month, I um, had a gentleman come in. He was looking for his parents. And by the end, he said, this is not the right place for my parents totally respected that he Mm -hmm. goes don't get me right wrong 
this is definitely the right place for my wife and I. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And he said, and we're looking at retirement in the next couple years. But his parents grew up on the same farm they were born on. Right. And he said, um, this would just be so out of their league that they would feel totally uncomfortable. And uh, there is no pressure there. I don't want anybody to come in and feel uncomfortable and not be happy. I said to him, it's bad for sales. Yeah. And, yeah. Um, but to keep us in mind in a couple of years when he's actually looking and I then gave him referrals of places uh-huh. that they might feel more comfortable. Another concern frequently is I'm downsizing from a 4,000 square foot home. Where am I going to put all of my things? Mm. And I always suggest let's rethink the process because it's always overwhelming. Where do I begin? I It's too much. I can't even wrap my head around this. And so I say, Instead of trying to get rid of everything now, if you can afford to move before you sell your home, let's do that first. Move everything you want, and let's get the perfect fit in the apartment of your choice. And I always use the example that my husband knows me well, and he's going to know that I'm going to have him move that table probably six times. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, and, I can relate to right? that. Yep. And I'm going to go, no, I want that other table and um, until we get it just right. right. And then have the family members come in and take what they want. After that, then have an estate sale and then have the rest donated. Right. That way you have physically removed yourself from the house You're now living in your happy place, Mm -hmm. and the rest of it is left behind. When you're thinking about what is your private space, in your home, there's four rooms that you really use. You use your bedroom, your kitchen, your bathroom, and a living room or den. That's true. In any apartment you go to, those are the four rooms you're going to use. Yeah. The rest of our community has a formal living room, a formal uh, dining room. We have a theater. We have a craft room. We have an exercise room. We have a salon. We have the pool. You know, we just have all the extra space that we're going to keep clean. We're going to furnish for you. You don't have to worry about them, but you get to use them. So, so the, and it's all probably walkable, right? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. So the rest of the community is your house. So you're getting a bigger house than you okay. live in. Well, I see. So I say you're leaving your 4,000 square foot house to move into the mansion. Makes sense. Yes. And you're still going to have your private space that you enjoy now. It's funny to say that. So we just went through a move of been there somewhere 23 years and we're we're looking at some different things for the future. And so we're kind of in, went to a smaller space for you know a short period of time. Honestly, to your point, Julia, it was um, for my wife and I overwhelming the amount of stuff. And you have to get the point of like chunk it, give it away, sell it. But you really, you, you start looking at stuff and going, what is this? I mean, you, you want your memories or pictures or, or things, you know, your piece of furniture that you definitely want to take. But when you start going through and looking at every single piece of paper in a box, that is not stuff you need to keep. I mean, you could spend 10 years doing that. And honestly, in this move, I'll just share to echo your point. I have stuff that 
once I ended up buying it like extension cords or things I needed once we, we moved. And then I found like another box of stuff. And at the end of the day, most of the stuff we think we need, we really don't. It's so true. You know? So true. And I was concerned about them. I'm like, I don't even, I haven't even thought about this item. And you know, you just move on. And so I think w- the way you, you expressed it, that, that helps me going, okay, well, maybe you don't have this physically under this next to your kitchen, but, or you know, next to your bedroom, but you have it right around the corner that, and you don't have to keep it up. Right. And there's, that's some, that's nice for, even with what we've done recently, it's kind of nice not to have to keep up as much stuff. Correct. Because it sounds great, but it's a lot, you know, it's a lot <laughs> to keep up. So I like also, I want to go into this more with the sales and marketing show. I love the fact that y'all aren't pressure salespeople. I hate pressured salespeople, people that are pressuring in sales. They drive me crazy. I can tell you stories. <laughs> if you're okay with this, yeah. like my worst thing, my husband hates to go car shopping mm-hmm. with me because if you and I go in to the grocery store to buy a gallon of milk, we're going to both walk out having paid the same price yep. for the same gallon of milk. Exactly. But if we go on to a car lot to buy a car and we purchase the same car, we're going to drive off having paid two different prices. Correct drives me crazy. me crazy no pun intended so <laughs> that's good so we took one of our daughters car shopping one night i already knew the price of the car mm-hmm. cash in hand ready to buy her her first real car sure. she'd already had her high school car right walked in said to the guy it's late at night it's about 15 minutes before they're closing tell me what your best price is Perfect. you get one chance if you give me the right price, we're buying a car tonight. He tells me a price, and I said, thank you very much, and we head to the car. <laughs> to which he begins to follow us to the car with several thousand dollars less offering. Oh, he, he gets serious after you now, walk right Right, now. and I went, I think you misunderstood the process. <laughs> what, what was that I said again? Right. One shot. And my daughter is like listening. I went, excuse me, we're getting in the car. I don't play those games. We have one price, like buying a gallon of milk. You come in, it's non-negotiable. You come in, I'll tell, you can call me. I will give you the price of the apartment over the phone. Many people will call and they go, you'll actually tell me the price? I know that prior to visiting. Absolutely. Transparency. Absolutely. I have nothing to hide. We are all about educating you. We want you to come. We don't want you to be surprised. If we're not in your budget, we don't want you to be embarrassed when you get here. We want to be able to help you. Well, you think of, you made a great point. So in this endeavors of my life, you look at stuff. What's when you look up a piece of real estate, does it not have a price on it? Because if you go, well, that's a million dollar home. Well, I can't afford half of that. Well, I mean, would you want to show up at something and go, oh my God, why am I even here? So I'm so big. I, I like to say people like to be served, not sold. Correct. And so I'll give you a story. So I've spent my career, uh, whether it's this or that or sales or, and sales and marketing. So we had a timeshare we had bought like off of eBay for like $3,000 from, I'll just say it, Wyndham. And, and we had more points than we could ever use. But it was just a stage of life when my kids were younger, we could use it and extra stuff. But... Every time you walked to one of those places, it was the hard pressure thing. And they'd say, you need to get your parking pass. Guess what that meant? 
so can I get your phone number, Mr. Sowers? I'm like, um, okay. And I'd always give them one digit off. So there you go, Wyndham people. And, um, <laughs> but what they said, we just need you to, you know, come do this 90 minute. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not interested. And they would not, like a dog with a bone, they wouldn't let it go. And finally, I'm like, look. I have more points than I could ever use. Matter of fact, I'll give them to you today. I don't even need this anymore. <laughs> and they're like, but it's just 90 minutes. And they wouldn't stop. And to your point, I don't know why in 2023 people are still doing this. People don't want it. We can look up everything online. And to your point, if I called you and asked you how much it's your place, then you're saying we have value in what we offer. It's fairly valued. We have great offerings. And if you love it, we'd love to have you. And if you don't, we understand that too. Absolutely. Your time is valuable and so is mine. We are a lovely community. We have fabulous um, employees and residents. I want you to come in. I want you to come take a look. I would love for you to come whether you can afford us or not because you might have a relative. You might have a neighbor that's interested. Anybody that hears this podcast, please call. Come take a, a tour and see what we have to offer. But like I said, I'm just going to tell you the prices up front so that you know. I love that car story. So uh, hopefully you found a dealership that actually. I could, did. Yeah. She got a car. But but I've, I've done the, my kids hate it too. When I do it, I'm like, I'm, I'm done. I said, let's go. And they're like, oh, I think they're coming back. I'm like, absolutely not. I said, this this playing game stuff, what, what is actually are we even buying? Because are there going to be games with that too? Or something for, you know, especially like one kid was a nicer used car. I'm like, how do we know it's this? And you know, so it, it's just a model out there. I guess to what Julie and I are saying to our listeners is be transparent, be authentic, operate with integrity. And if you if you serve and, and actively listen to somebody first and add value, you never know when that's going to come back tenfold, even if it's not a quote unquote sale or whatever the bat. It's the long play of building relationships. Is that fair? Absolutely. I just believe in integrity and being trustworthy. Uh, I left a senior living community before and and I told them that my reason was I would not sell a lie that was the reason I resigned I felt like the rest of the team was not delivering what I was selling and I refused to sell a lie my integrity is worth more absolutely and um and it's all about transparency to me someone I love that Julia that you did that and and somebody's asked me one time they said I was telling them about my style sales, same one you share. And they said, okay, I hear what you're saying, but are you saying, because my first book was Everyone's in Sales, and that whole book was based upon, let's reframe sales to communications, meaning that we're communicating, we're actively listening, if we're passionate about UGA football, if we're passionate about our kids' PTA, we're selling that. People are like, oh, okay, well, I said, that's how I'm defining sales. But they said, but, here's our question to you, Ryan, are you saying that other people cannot be successful selling the other way. I'm like, no, there are people that are very successful selling it. I wouldn't do it. <laughs> and to your point, I couldn't sell if it wasn't something that I 100% believed in. And people say, well, you wouldn't be successful. I'm like, I don't know if I could be successful or not, but I can't do it and look myself in the mirror. Correct. Right? That's exactly how I feel. I'm not going to build a, try to, you know, sell somebody something that can't be delivered. So that's been my story too. I love that. Um, now tell me about your grandparents, because did this play a role in your um, getting into this caregiving type thing? It plays very much a role in my passion okay. about what I do. I'm very passionate about caregivers taking care of themselves. 
um, about self-care. My grandparents lived to be in their late 90s. Mm. Uh, my grandfather was diagnosed with dementia in his late 90s. My grandmother would tug at him, honey, do you want breakfast? Do you want to get up? She ended up having three strokes in a four-month time period, which left her nonverbal, nonambulatory. Uh, they were placed in a nursing home. Back then it was called the old folks' home. They were in rooms across the hall from each other. Uh, the care staff would come in. They wouldn't ask him, did he feel like getting up? They would go, Mr. Amaker, it's time to shave this morning. And he would go, okay. And so he would get up and get dressed and be shaven and groomed. And he always played the piano by ear. And he would go out after breakfast and play the piano and entertain the other residents. While my grandmother laid in the bed, again, nonverbal, nonambulatory, and to me, if there is one lesson that I reiterate over and over when people come in as a caregiver is self-care. Mm. You have to take care of yourself because if not, who is going to take care of your loved one when your health goes? And it will if you don't take care of yourself. You just gave me some advice. I've been working on the last series of the last three and a half weeks, um, serious on a personal level of taking it seriously. Um, when I finished my dissertation last year, it pushed me for every last ounce that I had. And um, but the message and what I, my wife and I'm working on is if we want to have and we're blessed to have a longer life, we got to take care. You know, you got to take care of yourself. You're not going to be here. That's it. <laughs> I mean, exactly. You, you, can, you can be there for everybody and your kids and all this stuff, but if you're not taking care of yourself, and I'm, I'm, I'm going to say, I'm, I confess, I've been guilty of it. Well, you're not going to be here to help anybody. Amen. Amen. So, you know, <laughs> you know, it's, it, it's really was like you're saying that. I'm like, I'm proud of what I've been journeying the last three, three or four weeks. And I'm dead serious now. I mean, there is no turning back. But, you know, it's almost foolish to, to sit there because I've heard so many people say this about self-care, and I listened, and I agreed, but I didn't do anything different. Right. And we can agree and nod and say, I should. But um, I, you, you served us an affirmation today that the, 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 the trail is right because, yeah, if you're going to care for somebody all the time, but who's going to care for them if you're not here? That's right. And you're wearing yourself down yeah. because you love and care for them so much. And, and I'm not saying that uh, senior care is for everybody, but at least find some kind of respite. Find something that you love and enjoy enough that gives you that rest, that happiness that restores a little bit for you to give yourself that break just so that it gives you the break well, that, to recharge. The deep, deep breath, break from what you're doing because it's, it's grueling. Yep. It can be grueling. No matter what your heart's in, you're, you're on call all the time. Absolutely. While I was waiting on you in the lobby, I was reading an article about dementia, and it was um, speaking about the importance of not just physical but socialization as well to stay off um, dementia and the importance of. And it was a really interesting article, and and I sell that you know that the importance of a senior living community is that socialization when you stay at home by yourself, how lonely that is. And a lot of children specifically do not realize that for their aging parents, how lonely that must be for their parents that just sit and watch TV all day. 
No, um, I'm not laughing. I mean, it's true. Right. I'll have um, adult children come in and I'll say, so what does mom or dad enjoy doing? And they'll just look at me and go, they just like to watch TV. Well, is that really what they like to do? Or is that just what they do because there are no other choices? Mm. And so it's just something to think about is, are they not given socialization opportunities? Yeah, I mean, we're all, we're all created to, to need that interaction. And yet, you know, I've had neighbors in the past or whatever, and as they've gotten up there and stayed in the big houses every year, you know, ambulances have had to come around the neighborhood, and they didn't even hear them. They weren't for them, but they were for somebody, or a fire truck or whatever, and they just couldn't hear it and didn't know it. And I'm kind of thinking, I'm not sure. You know, you, you start to worry, you know. Um, but, yeah, if there's no outlets, I guess, and that could almost go for any age if you just sit down and just stare at the TV and, you know. Um, I need that for where I am in my life because I need people not talking to me 24-7 <laughs> or not hearing myself talk 24-7. But, but I want to jump on something here. So you and I have a big commonality. You love to travel. I do love to travel. So where's your favorite place you've been so far in all your travels? Uh, Montenegro. Where is that? I'm not, I'm trying to, I'm geography. In the Balkans. Okay. So, um, I would say, um, Montenegro and Croatia. Okay. We took a, um, a cruise that took us through the area and. So beautiful. Oh, it's so beautiful. I've never seen such blue water wow. in my life. And we decided we were just going to take a really fun adventure. So we took all four of our children on this cruise with us. And um, and so we did four-wheeling through Greece. We did a horseback ride to the top of a volcano in Italy. Oh, so we, cool. <laughs> yeah. We, um, was the cruise fun, taking your kids uh, to do it? Because we're talking about doing a European thing. Oh, and like yes. Easier yes. way to do it, right? Oh, so much fun. I mean, there are adult children and, and all. That's what and we're so, going to have. But, you, so but when fun. you get off at the ports, I mean, I know yes. we're digressing on a marketing matter show, but that's okay. It for matters. Our, it matters. Our community <laughs> is like a cruise ship. People come it visit. It, well, it's true. I mean, it, it, you know, we, you on a cruise ship. And I, I really enjoy cruises because, I mean, you always have something going on. Exactly. And that's like kind of our like community. Your community. <laughs> but, you know, there's no lack. Uh, it's more of what do you prefer to do? It's not a lack of doing things. It's like, do you want to go here, you know, go play this game, listen to this, go see a play? I mean, you know, a comedian, go do this or do that. It's um, that's what I enjoy with cruises. You can walk to everything and it's all and just like your community. <laughs> So now one question. So when did the people that just want to say, Hey, I just want to downsize. Is it, is there an age limit on that? Is it 55 plus or how does 55 plus? Okay. All right. So, um, people, and then give them a landmark wise for the people out of town or people moving to town or people that are in Metro Atlanta, what y'all are closest to or like where, where are you we are, are in Snellville. We are next door to Piedmont hospital. Okay. Directly next door. Uh, we set, we're on Tree Lane. Uh, so, though we are basically downtown Snellville, you cannot see us from the main road. There is a whole line of trees between us and the main road. Most people, unless they've gone to the hospital, do not know that we exist in Snellville, which is beautiful and quiet. Mentioning the quiet when people come into tour, they're like, it's really quiet in here. And I said, well, we are not a college dorm. And <laughs> no, you've no. got to remember our population. You know, you might hear some loud televisions. On. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The loud. So. Now, well, you know, and, and I think once you, you know, I, you know, everybody didn't want, you don't really want that kind of noise, but you want all the amenities that go with it. And, um, 
it sounds like you, I mean, from what I know firsthand, just from all the, the interactions we've done and had just a first class facility. And, um, you know, now let's talk about real quick with the best ways. I think you gave me some information. What are the best ways if people want more? Is it, is it your website? Is it going to Facebook? Is it giving you guys a phone call? Giving you an email. I mean, what's the best way to read? Email or phone call. Okay, would be the best. All right. So, what's the? I'm trying to read it upside down. What's, do you know it offhand? The best phone number to call. What? All right. I'm looking. Is I can't read it. I have my glasses on. So I think it's six seven eight. Let's see here. That shows you. That's six really seven what eight three four six eight eight zero eight. Or my email address is jwestover at seniorlifestyle.com. Okay, perfect. Uh, I have my glasses with me, but they're in the briefcase. So that didn't help when you're live. So, folks, that's a live. You'll see Ryan at um, the, the Sheridan here in a few years. Um, um, eating in the corner with Julia as my guest. I and I'm saving good. myself a, a private room in memory care. <laughs> so. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm on that track. Francis is going to be my neighbor. Yeah, for, you got a lot. Everybody's got to have Francis. Francis keeps it real. Keeps me in check. Keeps me in check. All right. Any final things you want to say we didn't mention today? And then I'm going to close this out. Just any things that either come up commonly or we didn't say or that you feel you want to let people know about? The only thing I'd like to say is uh, when you're coming in, keep your parents in mind and what are your loved one, not just your parents, and what they what their needs and desires are. I know that um, I had someone moving in one time, and they were like, Mom, you don't want to take that picture with you. And it was a picture that Dad had actually taken on their honeymoon or something. And the kids hated the picture, but it was something Mom really mm-hmm. wanted. And um, so I think it's, it's paying attention to what's really important to our loved ones or what really matters to them. I'm all about removing any barriers that will help get them into the community and and make it the least traumatic as possible, whether it's our community or any other community. Well, in, in moving in general, it's just a big, big task. I mean, it's just no matter what age you are, whatever, and when you're at you know, a certain stage and you say, I want to downsize or whatever, I love how you approach it of going, let's do this first and then work on the other things because it's like how do you eat an elephant you know one bite at a time absolutely so it is um is doable but you know if you try to think of every single thing you got to do it becomes an overwhelming task that goes on your to-do list and nothing ever happens and we have some great um resources that we work with that are moving companies um etc that we will refer you to if you want a full white glove moving company whatever that could help make it an easier process as well. So all about adding the value and making it as easy as possible. Absolutely. Well, uh, Julia, thank you for being my guest. And then I am going to close this out. Thank you, Ryan. You are welcome. Folks, thanks for tuning in to another Marketing Matters on the End Results Radio Network inside the Perimeter Roofing Studio from the country in the suites by Radisson and Stone Mountain. You can hear this show or any others. Just go to endresultswithaz.com and click on the current shows button or just go 24-7 wherever you get your podcast. For my special guest, Julia Westover with the Sheridan at Eastside, this has been another Marketing Matters, folks. And until next time, make your marketing matter. 
This has been Marketing Matters with Ryan Sowers. For even more advice, visit ryansowers.com. That's R-Y-A-N-S-A-U-E-R-S.com.